Denise Marley from The Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Friday, November 11th. So today we do have the moon still in this Gemini energy and we will see it go void of course at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and we will be locking into Cancer energy, the moon's place of power at 7.24 p.m. We have to consider the fact that today is 11.11 and of course if you've listened to this week's Ascension forecast you would know that I'm not big on this whole quote-unquote 11.11 portal because it is technically not a portal at all. Of course, whatever it is that you believe in, whatever it is that you set your intention for is your reality. So if you do find that there's some magical flair to the day because of the 1111 numbers, then by all means, pour your heart and soul in it. We definitely have a lot of astrology to cover here today with 15 different aspects and 13 of them involving the moon. We are definitely seeing a lot of powerful placements really helping the shift of course still very much in this eclipse energy still waiting for that green light go and with all the ups and downs here today we are definitely going to have some pretty profound shifts in our energy in our perception in our perspective in our understanding in our thoughts and in our feelings so we start the day off with the moon making a very uncomfortable aspect with Mercury and of course the moon being our heart space and Mercury being our head space and the moon being in Gemini and Mercury ruling over Gemini but being in Scorpio we are having a little bit of a conflict here because Gemini energy and Scorpio energy don't necessarily mesh too well together what we are having here is a disconnect between our heart and head we are not on the same page it can feel like a little bit of a tug of war because there's this want need and desire to be open-minded and really kind of open ourselves up and really see a peak in our curiosity, push ourselves to communicate and express ourselves fully. While of course, that Scorpio energy is wanting us to pull back to be very private to retreat to keep our feelings to ourselves. And there is this again, ebb and flow ebb and pull, if you will, um, where we aren't feeling on the same page in our inner realm. Now the moon does go ahead and bump in very positively with Pluto, the great transformer. And this would likely suggest that we are making a little bit of headway, especially after we sit in conflict. We sit in this tension point. We are kind of trying to debate the pros and cons of what it is that we're thinking and feeling. We have to sit in that moment of uncomfortability in order for us to figure out what needs to change and transform the most. Now the moon bumping into Pluto in this way is a positive aspect that is shifting us to one thought, one feeling, one idea, one path, one direction over the other. And for many of us, it means kind of identifying what it is that we don't want and maybe not seeing very clearly what it is that we do want, but definitely knowing what it is that we don't want. Take that as a win. Sometimes we need to cross things off the list in order to see what it is that we're left with in order to actually take a look at what it is that we're left with in order to form a vision and a dream that potentially has the framework to show us what it is that we actually want for ourselves. Things are going to get sticky, though. Here's the reason. We have the sun 
which is our life force energy. It's our ego. It's our drive. It's what we need to shine the bright light on, which of course is in Scorpio energy. And we are at the final degrees of Scorpio season, which means that this is our rebirth. This is our renewal. This is where we're picking ourselves up and we're dusting ourselves off. Well, the sun is going ahead and getting into the boxing ring, fighting it out with Mr. Saturn, Mr. Karma himself. So Saturn usually pumps the brakes on whatever it is that we're doing, thinking, feeling, and he restricts us from really going balls to the walls with whatever it is that we are trying to make happen. With this particular, I'm going to say, interaction between the sun and Saturn, what we get is low energy levels. That Saturn energy is putting a block on our vitality, our life force energy, kind of dimming the spotlight, if you will. Because we're blocked in energy, we tend to slip into a negative narrative. We don't know where we're going to get the energy. We don't know how we're supposed to make all these moves and boss up and have these roles and responsibilities when we're just exhausted. And we're being blocked right now for making major moves. Again, we're not in a time of action. That's frustrating. That again, puts a little bit of weight, a little bit of heaviness on our heart space, on our head space, on our physical bodies. And right now we're so kind of depleted on life force energy, because again, our soul has just been shook to its core. We're really having a hard time picking ourselves up and drying ourselves off at this point in time that we have to be very careful with our energy and how we're going to use it. Keep in mind, Mars is retrograde. Mars is our vitality, our passion, our desire. He's not out in the world exerting himself and making things happen. He can't be. He's stuck in his inner realm thinking about what he wants to do with his energy because his energy is limited. This is pretty much playing into this exact aspect. We're being blocked from doing what it is that we want to do. We are literally having to look at our tasks and chores, our roles and responsibilities, and we have to figure out what is most important because we have to essentially sacrifice a couple of items on the list because we don't have the energy for it. We are in preservation mode right now. It might feel like we have some things to do. There might be some urgency here, but we don't have the life force energy, the vitality, the, the, the bright shining light of the sun. We don't have that life force energy filled up to the brim of the cup. We're low, we're depleted. We're waiting for that energy to rejuvenate, regenerate. And that's exactly what Scorpio energy is all about. So then the moon goes ahead and it's in the boxing ring with Neptune. Neptune is retrograde in its place of power in Pisces. And this is really an inner journey of our soul contracts, of our intuition, of our dreams, of our imagination. And the moon right now and Gemini energy is so freaking stuck in the here and now that that is the problem. Gemini energy is very reliant on the egoic mental plane, which means that we are trusting logic and practicality and intellect to navigate our thoughts, to navigate our feelings. Well, that kind of puts us in a little bit of a situation because what we need to be doing right now is aligning with our intuition, having hopes, having dreams, having wishful thinking. When we limit ourselves to the data, the statistics, the logic, the practicality of the here and now, we suck the magic out of the cosmos, out of the universe. We suck the possibilities of what could be 
out of the realm of our vision of our dream because it doesn't make sense. And sometimes we want to make sense of things that will never make sense, especially where emotions are concerned. You can't think your way through emotions. You think you can, but you can't. And this particular square is definitely putting us in a situation where we're having a hard time aligning with our intuition. We're having a hard time seeing the forest past the trees. We're having a hard time trusting that there's a greater, grander plan. We're having a hard time seeing that we will eventually get our energy back, that we will rise to the challenge of roles and responsibilities, that we will bust free and break free from the confines and restrictions that are currently taking place in our lives. Because our egoic mentality, that Gemini energy is telling us, well, the, the data, the statistics, the environment is all suggesting that we're stuck here, right? And we need to elevate ourselves past that mental and egoic intellect in order to align with the vision, with the dream, with the hope, with the wishes of our intuition and the greater, grander plan outside of what our current environment is currently dictating. So this is definitely going to feel a little bit squeamish, a lot of conflict, a lot of tug of war in our headspace and in our heart space. The moon goes ahead, interacts with Venus in not the nicest way. Venus, of course, in Scorpio energy is at the ending point of this particular empowerment cycle. She's about to unleash her dark feminine warrior like energy in order to start climbing out of this dark hole. Again, if you listen to my rant that I went on in the Ascension forecast, Venus is now realizing that nobody is coming to save her, that she has to save herself. And the moon interacting with Venus in this way, again, Scorpio energy, Gemini energy, don't really get along that well. We are having a hard time trying to really identify what it is that we want, need and desire for ourselves, what it is that we have to do in order to get out of this funk, get out of this hole. And it's making it very hard in our personal relationships to want the kind of intimacy and connection that we actually desire because we're a little bit isolated, we're in a funk, we don't feel like we, we can trust and really rely on other people right now. So there is this disconnect. The moon goes ahead, comes up to, sits next to, conjuncts with Mars, who is retrograde in Gemini energy. Now, let me just say, this particular energy is likely going to feel very anxious, um, Yes, I'm going to say excitable anticipation. Those are all words that we would hope because those are better words than anxiety. Um, but Mars is a little bit frustrated and agitated that he can't exert his force out in the external realm and make things happen. And we're having a hard time trying to decide what needs our time, our attention, our energy. We're having a hard time identifying what our new path is, what the passion, what the desire, what the inspiration um, is, is kind of leading us into, because there's a lot of lack of that, to be perfectly honest. And what I will say is that we could find ourselves throwing a little bit of an emotional temper tantrum. Um, with this particular energy. Now, the positives of this is that we have an aha moment, a revelation in our emotions and in our headspace where we do identify where we want to pour our time, energy, and attention, what it is that we're passionate about, what it is that we want to kind of pursue from here. 
Those would be great things. But with the energy here today, let me just say it is likely that we are going to be agitated and anxious enough to be on edge, to throw a little bit of a tantrum and project some of our doubts, our fears, our insecurities onto people that don't necessarily need to be bearing that kind of weight from our emotions that we're having a hard time truly identifying and expressing. Now, the moon is going to go ahead and bump into Chiron, the wounded healer, in a positive way, which does mean that whatever little friction, whatever tension, whatever conflict we just sat in, we learned something from it. We learned where it is that we are feeling weak or blocked or vulnerable or insecure. We are learning where it is that we have to grow through what it is that we're going through. We have to learn that there is particular challenges and obstacles and struggles being presented to us in order to test us and see where our strength and power and resiliency is coming from. Now, that doesn't mean that it's fun, but it means that there's an aha moment. And once there's an aha moment and we bring that unconscious into awareness, then we can choose how we're going to use that energy and have that power. The moon goes ahead and bumps into the sun in a very positive way. And thank goodness for that, because again, the moon in Gemini, the sun in Scorpio, not the best combo, but this is a positive interaction. So what do we get? We have the moon, our emotions, our intuition, our unconscious self in Gemini energy, very divided, very split, very polarized on how it is that we think and feel and what it is we want to do and what it is that we're really actively trying to focus on. Then you have the sun over here shining a bright light on the Scorpio energy where death, rebirth, renewal is taking place. We're in the renewal phase. We're in the rebirthing phase. We're in the rejuvenation, regeneration phase. And so the sun is kind of showing us what it is that we need to do in a futuristic sense in order to get out of the pit that we're currently in, while the moon is typically speaking in this pit, trying to look back and figure out how it is that we actually got ourselves in this pit. And because this is a positive interaction, we are going to have this overlap between the past and the future, between our emotions and our life force energy. And what we're left with is the energy of this present moment, the choice of this present moment. Now, the Gemini energy does suggest that we are divided on something. There's two choices, two paths, two decisions, whatever the case may be. This is what we've been deciding between. The sun in Scorpio is highlighting the fears, the doubts, the insecurities, and recognizing that we have to have the power to do whatever it is that we have to do in spite of the fears of the doubts of the insecurities. This is essentially saying, you know what, I'm going to put those blockages, put those struggles to death, and I'm going to rise above it. And I'm going to make something good out of something bad. So the moon goes ahead, bumps into Pluto. Pluto rules over Scorpio season. Pluto is the great transformer, and this particular energy would suggest that we are about to have a little bit of a learning opportunity, a little bit of an opportunity for growth. Now, what is that growth? Likely, because of the energy we just came out of, it is a realization on what it is that we have to leave behind in order to pursue something new. Now, this could, and let me just say this, anytime Pluto's involved, there's this darkness, this pain story that pushes us into an empowerment story. And a lot of the times we have to sit in the pain, sit in the funk, sit in the trauma, sit in the suffering in order for us to flip the script 
and actually use that as a source of inspiration and motivation for us to get our shit together and do what we got to do in order to rise above. And this is likely going to be one of those situations. Um, Again, because we're coming out of some of the aspects that we just talked about, there is this want, need and desire to get very real on what it is that we are afraid to let go of, afraid to move away from, because that would mean that we are fully responsible for what it is that we are about to pursue, what it is that we are about to stand up and actually take responsibility for. So there is a little bit of hesitancy here, but like everything in life, we have to be backed into a corner. We have to kind of face, face the fears in order for a great change and a great transformation to take place. And this is exactly what this Plutonian energy offers us is a great empowerment story. The moon goes ahead and bumps into Mercury. Well, we know how this goes, except for this, this time, it's a positive aspect. We started the day off between the moon and Mercury having a not so nice aspect where our heart and our head is on the total different polarized opposite page of one another. Then we went through all these ups and downs and all this tension and all this resolve and thoughts and feelings and ideas being triggered throughout the day. And here we find ourselves with the moon now interacting with Mercury in a positive way. So we're still kind of looking at the fact that the Gemini energy, the Scorpio energy don't really mesh that well. But the fact that this is a positive aspect means that something clicked. We are further I shouldn't say, I should say this. We aren't as far away that our heart and our head, they were on two different pages earlier when we started the day. We're not that far away. We've made some kind of progress, some kind of growth. We've identified where the gap is and we've done something in order to close that gap to get the heart space and the head space kind of jiving and in alignment with one another and on the same page. So we're going to take that win. Even if it's a small win, we are going to take it. We are going to run with it. Now, here's where things get a little bit interesting as well. We have Venus, the feminine divine energy, the goddess herself. We have Mars, the masculine energy. Uh, Venus is all about routines and relationships and money and worth and all those good things. Mars is about our passion, our aggression, our anger. Now, Mars is retrograde, so all of this is an internalized journey. While Venus over here, she is in a direct position, which means she's getting her ass out of this pit. But what happens is when we have the feminine and the masculine energies come together, it gives us an opportunity to be balanced, to figure things out, to be on the same page, to be in alignment within ourselves and within our environment and in our relationships. That is, if it is a positive aspect, this is not, this is a not so nice aspect, which means that we're going to feel like something's off. We're going to feel like we're at a conflict with ourselves because we don't know what our heart wants. We don't know what we actually desire. We, we are lacking passion, and vitality, energy in order to go after what it is that we want. We are maybe at odds with the people in our lives that we want to be close to. We are kind of just realizing that something's off and it may just be the timing of the cosmos, the timing of the universe. Again, we're in eclipse energy, so we're at the mercy of the universe here and we're not feeling very good 
about our situation. We're not feeling comfortable in our skin. We are not feeling comfortable with people that we may normally feel comfortable with. We are not feeling so happy-go-lucky with some of the choices that we've made uh, in our lives thus far or the choices that we have on our plate to make. Um, Our romantic, I'm going to say our romantic wants, needs, and desires are just not jiving. We could care less. Again, there's this want, need, and desire to be intimate and close with those that we love, but yet we just want to be left alone and we just want to kind of isolate at the same time and keep our thoughts and our feelings to ourselves. And there's a lot of misunderstandings that are happening because of that. Not to mention Mars being retrograde in Gemini energy. Gemini energy rules over communication and information and perception and understanding. And right now, Uh, we're not on the same page within ourselves, let alone with the people that we care about in our lives. So our romantic and let's say sexual desires within relationships aren't making out so well. Um, And we may feel alienated and isolated because of it. Um, There is a lot of conflict that we are experiencing right now within ourselves and within our personal relationships. And a lot of it is because there is, like I said, this, this want need and desire for deep soul merging connections and being around like-minded people and, and having those close knit relationships with those that we love. But then there's this other part of us that just wants to be left alone and wants to be, you know, independent and doesn't want anybody near us. And we want to feel safe and secure and stable within ourselves. And we don't want to let anybody near us until we feel a little bit sure about ourselves. We don't know when that's going to be. And that creates this, you know, whole tizzy that many of us can find ourselves in because there's this push and pull happening within us. And then of course, what's happening within us is mirrored outside of us. So we're having this push and pull kind of be mirrored back to us in our personal relationships. So that's a little bit of a cluster F to be a little bit aware and cautious about. Now, the moon in Gemini is going to semi-square the true node. Semi-square is a little bit of a tension point. The true node is our soul's path, our destiny's point. Now, this isn't surprising. I mean, many of us don't know what the next step is. We know that we're being called to, to initiate a new path, a new direction, but we don't know what that path and direction is. We don't know the steps to take in order to jump into it. We're really just uncertain about a lot. And then to add a little bit of flair to this, the last aspect that the moon in Gemini is going to make before going void, of course, is jumping into the boxing ring with Jupiter. And Jupiter is about growth and expansion and beliefs and blessings. And he is retrograde right now. So this is an internalized exploration in this Pisces energy, which is supposed to be giving us a resting period, a reflection period to reconnect and redefine what it is that we want and where it is that we want to go. And Jupiter turns the volume all the way up on whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling and experiencing. And right now, I would say that the majority of us are experiencing a whole lot of chaos and a whole lot of confusion and jumping into the boxing ring, having this square means that we have to feel the tension. We have to feel the conflict in order to identify what needs to change and what needs to change ASAP and what needs to change ASAP. First of all, is our understanding within ourself. The Gemini energy constantly has us battling ourselves, right? It's the dualistic twins. One is on one side, the other is on the other. We're constantly debating things out. 
But here's the thing. We're about to dive into cancer energy, which takes us out of the mental plane into the heart space, turns the volume all the way up on the feels. And we tend to retreat a little bit. The Gemini energy has us kind of pushed outside of our comfort zones to connect with the outside realm and be stimulated and want to, you know, communicate and socialize and all of this while the moon shifts into this cancer energy into our place of power at 7:24 p.m. and suddenly things get quiet we move into the heart space we retreat from the outside world we want to stick to what is tried tested and true we are more dependent on our feelings than we are our intellect and the very first aspect that the moon and cancer makes is a positive one with Venus, who is in Scorpio. So we have cancer energy, Scorpio energy. They're both water energies. This is why we're having a positive interaction between the two because they're on the same page. And the moon in cancer wants to remind Venus in her empowerment story as she is literally fighting her way out of this dark pit that she is in. This is where we have to kind of take a step back and realize where it is that we have to nurture ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to examine the inner child wounds. We have to examine the adult wounds. We have to take a look at what it is that we need to do for ourselves to keep the pep in our step, to keep the warrior story going. And having this particular energy is really showing us as we are digging ourselves out of this dark pit, what it is that we need more of in our life, especially where love and encouragement and support is concerned. Yes, it's great to have, you know, that loving narrative with yourself and the encouragement and the support within yourself. But man, wouldn't it be nice to get some of those qualities and characteristics from some of the people that we love? It's always good to feel safe and secure and supported and stable in the presence of those, the people that you actually deem to be of worth and value. And many of us right now don't have that. We have to dig within ourselves in order to support ourselves, to provide ourselves with the love, the nurturing, the nourishment, if you will, that we're not getting from our personal relationships. So the moon entering into, you know, her place of power is really going to get us in touch with our needs, in touch with what it is that we need to be doing within ourselves, what it is we have to be asking of the people in our lives to help us out with so that we're not solely dependent on ourselves for that kind of encouragement and support. And we have to really just get very real and raw, that water energy, right? Cleanses us, cleanses the bullshit away so that we can get real and raw with ourselves and really identify what it is that we have to change within ourselves and what it is that we have to change within our physical um, environments, our relationships in order to balance the scales, to make sure that we are being loved and nurtured and supported just as much by other people as we are trying to love and support ourselves. So the last aspect that we have here today, again, very, very busy day in the cosmos is between the moon and Uranus. It's a semi square. It doesn't feel good. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a jolt to the system. There's a shock to the system. Our I'm going to say emotions will be rapidly changing over the next couple of days. Um, a lot of this is because the moon and cancer kind of puts us in a situation where we have to process emotions a little bit more 
quicker than normal uh, because we have to get down to the nitty gritty on why we don't feel safe and secure. And then we have to start building particular foundations in our life to make sure that we do feel safe and secure. Now, Uranus energy is shocking. We have to expect the unexpected. We have to accept the fact that it brings a wild card element to the playing field. We have to understand that Uranian energy is currently retrograde in Taurus. Uh, Uranus was a major, major factor in the full moon eclipse that we just had. Uranus likes to shake things up and show us where it is that we are desperately holding on to the old, whether that be old identity, old version of ourselves, old relationships, old routines, old titles, old possessions, whatever the case may be. There's something old that you have outgrown that you are still holding on to. And Uranus is here to highlight that for us. And the moon interacting with Uranus in this way, because it is a semi-square, it's a little bit of a tension point, will be showing us where we do not feel safe, where we do not feel stable, where we do not feel secure, where we do not feel taken care of, where we do not feel nurtured, where we do not feel like we are on a stable ground. And that stable ground should be shaking underneath your feet in order for you to realize where it is that you might just fall through this foundation and where it is that maybe you should make the move to get away from this falling down foundation so that you can start building a solid foundation that you don't have to feel shaky on, that you don't have to feel scared to stand on, where it is that maybe you need to open yourselves up to stepping away from your personal relationships to identify what it is that you're not getting. Think of Venus, right? She's realizing that, guess what? I'm a pretty good support system to myself. I wish, you know, the people in my life were as supportive as I am towards myself. Uh, Venus just really like, wow, I really do have a, a, a new level of self-love going on here. Self-worth. I wish that the people in my life had the same kind of love and respect and, and value towards me. This is the realization that we're going through right now. And having the moon interact with Uranus in this way is going to zap us. We're going to have an aha moment. We're going to have a profound shift in perspective on where it is that we do not feel safe and secure, where it is that we do not feel stable in our lives so that we can see where it is that we're desperately holding on to something unsafe for us so that maybe we can see where it is that we have to make the choice to step away from that and get to work in building something much safer, much more loving, much more nurturing, much more supportive. <laughs>